everybody to another edition of YouTube Swim Swam going live with Mel and Coleman. Uh, let's get right down to it. Kate Campbell said some things on an Australian morning news show that have Americans and swimming fans pretty upset, and we're here to discuss that. Now, on uh, Channel 9, the Today Show, uh, which is a, a morning news show in Australia, Kate Campbell uh, was, was talking to the pundits about Australia's performance, especially compared to the U.S.'s. Um, it, they referenced that NBC switched the medal table six days through competition to reflect uh, the total medals a country has won above the gold, the amount of total gold medals a country has won. Um, and, and Kate referenced that and calling the U.S. such, such sore losers. Uh, she goes on to say, Australia coming out on top is one thing, but it is just so much sweeter beating America. There were a couple nights, particularly the first night of competition, where we did not have to hear the Star Spangled Banner ring out through the stadium. I cannot tell you how happy that made me. Um, she went on a little more, and we're actually just going to play the video for you so you have the context for the rest of this conversation. Um, however, yes. a little bit of controversy. The U.S. team's head coach, mm. Bob Bowman, I mean, what a loser he is. Uh, he's refused to accept Australia came out on top, insisting instead that America is in the lead because they won more medals overall. Oh. I mean, what sore, pathetic losers. Come off it. <laughs> such, such sore losers. I mean, Australia coming out on top of the world is one thing, but it is just so much sweeter beating America. Yeah. There were a couple of nights, particularly the first night of competition, where we did not have to hear Star Spangled Banner ring out through the stadium, and I cannot tell you how happy that made me. Like, if I never hear that song again, it will be too soon. And so, bring on Paris. That's all I have to say, Bravo. US. Stop being Fine sore losers. Words. Bravo. I mean, th there is a little bit of heat between the two teams, yeah. isn't there? It's competitive. Oh, there definitely is. And I tell you what, when we're like right next to each other in the warm up areas, the US have this like infernal cowbell that they ring. And as someone leaves to go to the competition pool, they ring out, USA, USA. <sighs> and I've never wanted to punch someone more and feel that cowbell. Don't and I really that, hope that someone did. Um. I think the takeaway from that is <clears throat> we need more cowbell. For but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, the um, we, for context on this on this platform, this media, where where she did this interview, it's um, that clip is from Channel Nine, Australia's Today Show. It's defined as infotainment. It's um, it is definitely an entertainment news show. When guests come on, they're they're supposed to bring it, and and it's supposed to be funny. Um, it's not, if you're in the United States, it's not Saturday night live. It's not SNL. It's, but you know, something that is important to say here is that when people use humor to communicate something, um, they can say, okay, it's in jest, but people use humor to tell the truth. And she did tell the truth. And, and you could see her laughing through that interview, right? Like she was absolutely hamming it up. She, she wasn't. I mean, you could just tell that this was more more of a, a joke, a fun, a lighthearted thing. And we actually reached out to Kate Campbell um, for, for a comment 
And she said this was not meant to be taken so seriously. This was not meant to go viral. This was supposed to be a lighthearted, fun banter uh, between her and the pundits. She and, and she went on to say she has immense respect for USA and its athletes. Um, so, so you could, and again, you could tell that a lot of the things she was saying were in jest and that she was, you know, being an exaggerated version of herself. But she was committed when she was saying it, she was really committed. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been to Australia now four times, competed there three times. Uh, their passion around swimming, it, it is a swimming nation. It's, um, yeah, there's a, I, I, I felt some authenticity. It was funny, but I felt a lot of authenticity on what she said. She, she was, there was some passion there. Well, and it and it makes sense, right? Because the U.S. is getting all all butthurt, for lack of a better phrase, because she's she's downing the Star Spangled Banner and calling us sore losers. One of the comment, one of my favorite comments I saw was that it's like, I think everyone's a sore loser here. I think the U.S. and Australia are both overly sensitive about this, and I couldn't agree more. Um, especially in, in the case of the medal table, which was a big story in itself at this meet. Because this was the final medal table. Australia won 13 gold medals to the U.S.'s seven. And that is always the, pun intended, gold standard by which the U.S. measures itself and its competition. And six days through this eight-day world championships, NBC st started uh, listing the total medals won as the top priority so that the United States would be on top versus the total gold medals won, uh, which, which would have put Australia on top. And I get why they did it. They're an American news company and they're catering to American audiences, which the American audiences want to see the USA on top. However, I think in this case, Australia is justified in feeling slighted because the US you know, in that category lost. And we're instead of just saying, yep, Australia had the better meet. Australia was the better team. We're trying to spin it so that the U S is still the best team. But something that's interesting. Well, let's, let's go into the history very quickly is that, um, you know, it's, this is old. This is a long, long rivalry. And, and uh, Rowdy Gaines is on the telecast with Peacock NBC and they're the ones who did the medal count, gold, silver, bronze, and then they flipped it day five or six to total medals. Um, this history goes back to Rowdy in 1984 in the 100 meter freestyle final when Rowdy has like the fastest reaction time ever in history. And everyone said it was a false start and he beat Mark Stockwell. And everyone felt that Mark Stockwell was the person that was going to win that race and Rowdy only won because he had that reaction. If you don't know it, you've got to go back and watch it. Funny side note is that Mark Stockwell married Tracy Calkins. And Tracy Calkins is a U.S. star legend. And for a period, and she lives in Australia with, with Mark and her kids. And there, for a period of time, I think she was president of Australian Swimming, Swimming Australia. But really, this the most recent thing is 2000 Olympic Games. Uh, Gary Hall from the Gary Hall Swimming Dynasty. Got family winning medals back to the 1970s. Uh, Gary Hall said that Team USA was going to smash the Aussies like guitars. And um, that didn't happen in 2000. 
Uh, I don't. I, it, he, he, Gary got run down in the final 100 meters in the anchor leg, almost a near, almost a body length by um, Ian Thorpe, and he touches Aussies win in their home country, and the other three Australians on deck start air, air streaming their guitars. It was. Um, I didn't feel good in that moment. That hurt my. Well, that we, let, let's let's it watch the soul. clip real quick. We oh, have we have a quick video so of it. <laughs> so there's no audio here, but uh, that's Ian Thorpe in the black suit running down Gary Hall. That's Australia, specifically <sighs> Michael Klim playing air guitar <laughs> uh, after they smashed them like guitars. If yeah, if you're if you're a, a Team USA, former Team USA summer or a Team USA fan. Um, that was I. That was like that was a sulk the rest of the day after that happened. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's a you know that's a big flex. And honestly, it, I I think that was warranted in Australia's case. You know, it's like they <laughs> there was something said, and uh, and we they put it to rest. Right? It was kind of the same thing in two thousand eight. You know, I we didn't play air guitars, but you know the. Lezak ran down Elaine Bernard and they celebrated uh, as such. And I think it's interesting because since then, um, the uh, Australians and the U.S. have always had very like fierce rivalries, but there's been a, a ton of respect. And to me, that's just a changing of of humanity um, in the last 20 years. And I think how the Internet and how social media has has affected how we look at each other because we have Titmus and Ledecky. We have McEwen and Reagan Smith. We have, you know, we had James Magnuson and Nathan Adrian in the hundred free and, and Nathan ran him down by a hundred. And then we had Kyle Chalmers beating Nathan in 16, you know, and then we have Dressel beating Chalmers in, in 2021. But, but none of those guys have, have a heated rivalry, right? It is fierce in the pool, but, they all hang out outside the pool. You know, they're all friends. We, we saw a great clip of Kayla McEwen and Reagan Smith just chatting it up in the ready room before the 200 back at this world championships. It's, it's since the eighties, since I, since I was on the national team, I was on the national team for a very long time. Socially after the international meet, your big peak meet world champs, Pan Pacific championships, whatever Olympic games, socially team USA and the Aussies hang out. Uh, but just, 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 for, just for respect and just for um, just, just to, I just you have to say this. I think it's really important, and it's a part of the reason why Team USA loves and does respect the Australian team. The population of Australia is twenty six point four million. The population of the United States is three hundred thirty nine point nine million. The state of Texas, one one state in the you know in our fifty, uh, our the state, state of Texas has a population of thirty million. So Australian is producing an enormous amount of talent and enormous uh, amount of medals and performance from a population that is, you know, we're 13 times larger in the United States. You have to, you got to appreciate that. And I want to, I want to tie that into a comment made by Robert Larson right now. He says, it's the fact she said it. She offended all Americans complaining about our anthem and pride. If we were arrogant, that would be one thing, but she didn't have to say that. I'm no longer a fan of her. That's that's a bold statement to me to say Americans aren't arrogant because as a country of 330 million, we make the most noise at meets like that. To other countries, we are probably 
the most obnoxious. Now I'm, I love cheering at big events like this. I love the cowbells. I think it's great, but imagine being not from the U S at one of these meets and seeing this country with an incredible population who had, who always has the, by far the deepest teams, not, not necessarily the best, but absolutely the most athletes because they have the funding and the resources to send them. And then they're just making the most noise, celebrating the most. Uh, and it would get under my skin too if I was from Australia, especially if they do a thing like <laughs> like cheat you out of a medal table win when you very handily beat them. We have one commenter that's called us out and said China's not getting any love, and China had a huge performance. And, he, and and the reason why we're not we're not talking about China is because of this one comment by Kate Campbell, four-time Olympian, who's who's competed you know year over year from the age of 15, 16 in the United States. She's been coming here, making friends. Um, here's here are my ending comments. This is what I think. I love Kate Campbell because in one one interview intentional or not intentional for going viral she has recalibrated and revived um, swim fan passion and and she's brought back this 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 this, this rivalry that's been around since the 1980s and uh, I think she's given swimming a gift it's like uh, I it, I think since coming out of the pandemic we we're a little bit tired we're kind of like going oh man it's like it's hard to get back into it it's it's uh, I want to be passionate. But she's given us a narrative to wrap around. And if you're a betting person right now and you're in the United States and you got to you got to you got to bet hard earned cash on who's going to win gold medals. I mean, the the smart money goes to Team Australia. Team Australia is where you put your bank and uh, Team USA. 20, we had 20 silvers at world championships where a young emerging talent is 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 right there on the bubble. Um, you know, the safe money is that by 2028, Team USA is going to be extraordinarily dominant with so many kids from the Phelps generation growing up on a steady diet of watching Michael Phelps deciding, yeah, I, I'm going to go after eight events and they'll end up being great in two or three. But uh, yeah, Kate Campbell, I appreciate your humor. Thank you very much. And uh, I guess we're I guess we're going to be hitting our cowbell heading into next year. Dude, I uh, I saw that headline the moment it it hit Swim Swam, and I was like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> because I didn't even know the context, I didn't know what what she said, but it's just like, you know, she was being honest. Like, it's so sweet to beat the Americans because it doesn't always happen, and I think that's okay to say. You know, it's like that that again. I think the the hate on the cowbells. I think the hate on the uh, national anthem, I think those were more of jokes, but it's like, I want to hear my competition say, God, it was so sweet to beat you because that gets me fired up. And, Wait, and I think it's not like she's rubbing your nose in the dirt. You know, it's, it's, she's not hitting you when she's down, but it's like, it feels good to win and it feels good to win over you. It, it, I have to say this. I, I've been on metal podiums at Worlds in the Olympic Games, and I and I and I, I understand where she's coming from. When you're on the podium and you put it all in the pool, maybe you made a mistake, maybe you didn't, maybe maybe it was the best thing you could do, and you're sitting there and you're not on top, and you're listening to another nation's national anthem. 
that's tough. Doesn't feel good. It's a tough it's moment. Tough. <laughs> it's, 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 it's humbling. It's good for you. I'm sure it's really good for you. I'm sure it makes you a good human being, but it is tough. It's hard. So I, I have some empathy for, and uh, I hope that we hear the, the U.S. national anthem in Paris a lot. <laughs> a lot of those silvers could turn to golds. We could flip a lot of those. I think we're in a good, we're in a good pocket. It's it, yeah, it's very true. I am not worried about Team USA at all. We had a great showing. I, I mean, I think it's really interesting that FINA, or, sorry, World Aquatics themselves, they named Team USA the the team of the meet because they had the scoring system, and the scoring system uh, values depth, right? It, it all those silver, all the all twenty silver medals we won got us a lot of points, um, and so it's like personally, I think Australia was absolutely the the team of the meet they broke five world records they won 13 gold medals um but it is interesting to me that world aquatics values something values a system that will probably have the u.s winning majority of of world championships um as opposed to something that might value a smaller country's accomplishments a little more We've got to give it. We've got to give some respect to Lily King. She took the bait. She got out there and she spoke. And that's the beauty about well, Lily King. A lot of people get upset about Lily King because Lily will wag her finger. Lily will, you know, she's outspoken. She'll tell you exactly where she's at. When people think as a lady, she's unsportsmanlike. She's exactly how I've raised my daughter. I want my daughter to be grounded and strong and speak her truth. And uh, Lily, Lily, Lily put the cherry on top for this. This is what I think this really pushed the, the viral aspect of it. And this and this rivalry is going to be it's going to be intense. So much love to Kate Campbell, Lily King and, of course, Cowbells. Hold on. You know who you know who she retweeted, though, who? was Rowdy Gaines. <laughs> Lily King retweeted Rowdy Gaines, who, who 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 posted the video clip of Kate Campbell on his Twitter. So it all comes back to Rowdy. <laughs> You know, you know, it's it's um. If you watch the end of that final day's telecast and you hear Dan Hicks, the host, and Rowdy calling the color, their unpacking of the competition. They talk a lot about the medal table, and uh, I feel like they gave Australia a lot of respect. Uh, in many respects, they're like this was this was Team Australia's meet, and uh, so it, it's. I think I thought they added some pretty good journalistic context and spoke the truth, but people remember medal tables. And people remember quotes, and they're going to forget most everything else when it comes to the media. So, need more cowbell. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, everyone. We will see how these comments age, and uh, and what motivations U.S. swimmers take from the from them moving forward uh, into this 2024 Olympic year. We'll probably be going live before you know it. But uh, thanks for tuning into this one, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>